Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. A lot of new developments as it relates to COVID-19. Uh, the CDC, uh, yeah, we uh, we were kind of wrong about that vaccine and the information that we were putting out there a little bit too early, which is mind-numbing to me. It really is. And now they want to give... They're coming up with new boosters for new variants of COVID, but they haven't tested them on human beings. They've tested them on mice. In Denmark, they have now banned the COVID vaccine for people under 50, unless specifically approved by a doctor. Uh, Senator Rand Paul got into it with uh, Anthony Fauci yesterday and threatened to investigate the royalties to Fauci and other officials. Uh, hopefully, if the GOP takes the Senate, he would lead that investigation. Uh, the federal government may have accidentally sent $1.3 billion in COVID relief to people in foreign countries, according to the Inspector General, Small Business Administration, may have, quote, inadvertently sent over $1.3 billion in COVID relief to individuals in foreign countries, according to this government watchdog group, the IG, you got to be kidding me. New data, the CDC points out uh, that STD rates have shot up in 2021. The WHO, which has done nothing but cover for China the whole time, says the end of the COVID pandemic is in sight. That probably means just the opposite is true, because I will never listen to them again, nor the NIH, nor the CDC nor any politician, because they've been wrong the entire time. Uh, also, the House Republicans are probing if COVID funds were used for critical race theory in schools. you got to be kidding. All this money. And look where we are with the economy. Anyway, here's part of the exchange with Senator Rand Paul, Dr. Rand Paul, medical Dr. Rand Paul, 
and Anthony Fauci yesterday. If she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. If she really has the flu. She should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because it's the, be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. This is an ongoing question, and, you know, we've had ever-evolving opinions from you, Dr. Fauci. Currently, antibody surveys show that uh, 80% of children, approximately 80% of children, have had COVID, and yet there are no guidelines coming from you or anybody in the government to take into account their naturally acquired immunity. You seem quite certain of yourself in 2004, but in 2022, there's a lot less certainty. A vaccination following infection gives an added extra boost. And that film that you showed is really taken out of context. I believe that was when someone called in who had had a reaction to a vaccine. And furthermore, we've been asking you, and you refuse to answer whether anybody on the vaccine committees gets royalties from the pharmaceutical companies. I asked you last time, and what was your response? We don't have to tell you. We've demanded them through Freedom of Information Act, and what have you said? We're not going to tell you. But I tell you this, when we get in charge, we're gonna change the rules, and you will have to divulge where you get your royalties from, from what companies, and if anybody on the committee has a conflict of interest, we're gonna learn about it, I promise you that. Dr. Senator Rand Paul joins us now. Great exchange, uh, Senator. It is it is got to be frustrating for you because we're, we've been lied to on pretty much everything or misled on pretty much everything. Certainly lied to as it relates to the Wuhan virology lab and the funding of the lab and the knowledge of what takes place at that lab. Gain of function research on coronaviruses. Where do you think we are now? You know, the dishonesty is astounding, and some of it goes right to the core of trying to make decisions. So if you're a parent in America and you've got a five-year-old kid and you want to know, should I vaccinate them, um, you would ask the fundamental question, well, my kid already had COVID last week. Should I vaccinate them? Did my son get immunity? Did my daughter get immunity from having COVID? Well, they won't tell you the answer to this. And one of the reasons they won't tell you is they don't like the answer. So I've asked, I've asked Dr. Fauci this question. If my kids had COVID and they're not vaccinated, but they've already had COVID, what is the chance that my kid will get COVID again and go to the hospital and die? I think the answer is zero. I don't know of any instance of a kid who's already had COVID who came back and got it again, went to the hospital and died. So if there is no chance of hospitalization or death, Maybe if my kids had COVID, which is 80% of the kids now, maybe there's no reason to vaccinate them. And it's not that I'm irrationally fearful of the vaccine. My wife got it. My in-laws got it. The only reason I didn't get it is I already had COVID, and so I had immunity. But the thing is, is for kids, if there are any unknown, long, untoward effects, why would we vaccinate kids that are at no risk for hospitalization or death because they've already had COVID? but he won't answer the question. He used to believe this, so we showed him a clip of 2004 when he adamantly said, if you've had the infection, you have been inoculated. This is what doctors have believed throughout all of the modern era, and yet he no longer really believes this. He's like, oh, you know, I kind of believe that, but, you know, they don't give any guidelines to parents whose children have already had COVID. It's just completely ignored. It's ignored in all of their studies. You know, it's very frustrating because I think people in good faith, you know, wanted to listen to 
people like Fauci. I mean, I'm guilty as everyone else. In the beginning, I did give him the benefit of the doubt. Then over time, I saw the ever-shifting positions. I mean, uh, when he first went on 60 Minutes, I believe it was March of 2020, and said, a mask isn't going to help in any way. It may stop a droplet, but that's not going to stop this. And then it became one mask, then two masks, then the possibility of masks in perpetuity that we'd all be wearing. Uh, and he became mask obsessed at that point. And then it's, well, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. That's what that was the message from people like Fauci. That was the CDC message, the NIH message. Uh, and others like Joe Biden said the same thing repeatedly. And then we had a little variant called Delta that broke through every vaccine. And if you were fully vaccinated, you were getting COVID. Now, if you're fully vaccinated uh, and boosted and had a previous infection, you can get it a second or even a third time. I know people now that have had it three times, Dr. Uh, Paul. Well, and they're not just advocating one vaccine for children. They're advocating three vaccines. One, England, they think no child under 12 should get vaccinated at all now. And Fauci still wants your kid to get three vaccines. And so I ask him, the third vaccine, the booster vaccine for children, does it prevent transmission? And he says, no. I said, well, does it prevent hospitalization or death? He says, oh, there's not enough evidence. Well, there's not enough evidence because the answer is zero. They have no deaths of people coming back and needing this third vaccine. And yet they're approved it based only on the fact that if they give your kid one of these mRNA vaccines, your kid will make antibodies. But I said, well, if that's your basis for approving the vaccine, I can give your kid 100 vaccines and they'll make antibodies every time. But that doesn't mean your kid needs 100 vaccines. And so it's completely ridiculous. They're not basing it on prevention of disease. They're basing it on whether or not your child will make antibodies. It gets even worse. This new mixture is a new vaccine for this year. It's going to be a mixture of the old vaccine plus the Omicron variant. And they didn't do any human trials. There is no safety. They te- yeah, they tested it on mice, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Eight, eight mice, you know, so eight, eight mice. Eight mice. Okay There's science. That follow, <laughs> that's following the science. Go ahead. Yeah. So if you feel good about that, eight mice getting it, go ahead and give it to your kid. But still, the question would exist. Anybody with a brain would ask your doctor, well, that's fine. It may be safe and all that. But my kid's already had COVID. What does that mean? So they have the data. They have data on thousands, if not millions. The only time they released this data was about a year ago. They released a a million-person study. That's a big study. And they said if you've had the infection, you're 57 times less likely to go to the hospital than someone who hasn't had the infection with no vaccine. So just have the infection without a vaccine. You're 57 times less likely to be in the hospital than someone who's had uh, no vaccine and no and no infection. It was twice as good as actual, uh, twice as good as actually getting the vaccine. But they won't give us the data now. I mean, what's the difference between having one, two, or three for a child? What's the difference between having zero but having had COVID? Is it better to have three vaccines or have had the disease? And then 80% of our kids have had it. Why won't they release information? Because it doesn't support giving your kid three vaccines, and they are dead set on you submitting, and they are dead set on you getting these vaccines, which gets us to the next question. Are any of these doctors promoting the vaccines, any of the doctors on the committee, are any of them receiving royalties? And the fact that they won't tell you concerns me that they might be receiving royalties.
Well, wait a minute. You're saying that the people that are giving us this advice without any science behind it are likely benefiting financially from it? We know this. We asked them the question. They wouldn't answer us. We went to a judge, and the judge forced them through the Freedom of Information Act to give us some information. They brought, they blacked it all out. They redacted it. But we did learn that 1,800 doctors at NIH have received $193 million. Now, $193 million is not chump change. That's a decent amount of money for 1,800 scientists. Is this money for them personally, or is this money for some type of medical program? No, it's their personal money. It's not for research. These are royalties. These are so royalties that they got personally for their wow. for their own personal consumption and income. But we don't know which companies the money came from. And we don't know which doctors it went to. They just told us eighteen hundred doctors, hundred ninety three million. And what about Fauci himself? Is he making all this money also? He won't divulge. He, he goes off on some long cockamamie story, but he won't actually tell you the name of the companies. So I asked him directly, has he gotten any from Pfizer or Moderna? And he said he didn't think so, but he wasn't sure. Uh, but it's bigger than just him. I want to know the doctors who are on the vaccine committee. It's the very least conflict of interest that you should have to reveal to be in public service. You cannot be on a committee approving a drug by a company if you're also receiving money from that particular drug company. I don't know if they are, but if they aren't, why won't they reveal it? I've been asking for over two months on this, and Fauci's response is that he doesn't have to tell me that the law from 1980 uh, allows them to keep secret who gives them money and from what companies. I think that's a disgrace. And if they want us to be less hesitant and to believe their pronouncements, they have to come clean and they have to say, I'm not receiving any royalties from the company that is making this vaccine. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never seen before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down, or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue with uh, Kentucky Senator, also medical doctor, Rand Paul is with us. This might be right at the top now of one of the reasons why uh, the Republicans need a majority in the Senate, because if we get that, Senator Rand Paul is in charge of the committee that would be leading the investigation into all of this. And you'll be able to send out those subpoenas and get those records and get that information. And there's there's got to be a history of those payments being made. And if, in fact, that conflict existed, if it's not against the law, which to me it should be, uh, certainly that needs to be remedied sooner than later. The idea that you could profit or benefit from a decision such so severe as this is mind numbing to me. I mean, what a revelation. And yeah, on top of Fauci being the highest paid government official we have. 
And people have to realize this is what will be the consequences of the election. So far, a million Americans died from COVID. Six million people around the world died. And do you know how many hearings the Democrats have had about the origin of the virus? Zero. None. Not one. There's been never been a dis- public discussion in Congress of did this come from a lab? Is this malfeasance? Is this type of research where you create a super virus? Is that dangerous? So if we win, that's going to happen. And we're not talking. About Are one- you convinced, based on Fauci's emails, NIH emails, the intercepts 900 pages, and even some work of Project Veritas, all that information that is now in the public domain? Do you have any doubt at all whatsoever that through the Eco Alliance, the NIH gave monies that ended up directly in the hands of the Wuhan Virology Lab with the knowledge that gain of function research took place there on coronaviruses? Without question. Without question, they knew it was gain of function. Without question, they knew it was dangerous. And they knew that night when Fauci is busily sending emails at 2.30 in the morning to his assistants saying we must look at this paper and we must talk about it tomorrow. I have many things for you to do. He knew from that moment that there would be blame that would attach to him and to NIH for giving this money to Wuhan because it came from this lab. He knew it. He knew this was so, a big So we help pay for the one. coronavirus, is that what you're saying? We the taxpayers. Yes. You paid for the research and it went to Wuhan. They did this research. We can't prove that it came from the lab, but we have a mountain of evidence on well, one side. I don't think of the it ledger. came from a wet market. I've, I've never been convinced of that ever, especially when you have the Wuhan Virology Lab that does gain of function on a, on coronaviruses. It seems pretty transparent, Senator. Um, great work, Doctor Senator Rand Paul. Thank you for uh, all this uh, going on. This is why the election in fifty-four days matters that much. Including, by the way, if you're in Kentucky, Senator Rand Paul is up for re-election. Um, we're not that worried about his race, but we take nothing for granted. you got to go out and support Senator Paul so he can finish this great work he's doing. Thank you, Senator. Thanks, Sean. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. He never stops working for the good of the country. Sean Hannity with behind-the-scenes information on today's breaking news. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Toll-free on numbers 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, there's a a certain disconnect from reality now that we're dealing with. Um, Democrats, the media mob, they like to talk about the big lie. Let's talk about Democratic lies for a second. They lied last month, both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. They were just flat out lying when they said inflation is at zero. It's at zero. It's, 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 there's no inflation. Meanwhile, it was a 40 year high and they just they did it on the day when the numbers came out last month. They're higher this month. But they actually said that, you know, now Joe Biden is out there bragging his policies have created historic economic resurgence and manufacturing boom, all of which is not true. But listen to the lie. I ran for office to build a better America, not just to get us back to how things were before the pandemic. So we launched a once-in-a-generation effort to invest in America. We're working to deliver an economy that finally works for working families. We started with the American Rescue Plan. It's taken us from economic crisis to economic resurgence. Jobs are up, incomes are up, people are back to work. There's nothing we can't do. Working with so many of you here today, my economic agenda has ignited historic manufacturing boom here in America. 
Where is it written that says we can't be the manufacturing hub of the world? Where is it written that you just make Adam Schiff up? Because he's making it up. He's just lying. Give me another example. Down in Georgia, Stacey Abrams literally claiming this week, I have never denied that I lost the Georgia's governor's race. Let me play it for you. I have never denied that I lost. I don't live in the governor's mansion. I would have noticed. (laughs) Um, And there's this clip that's going around and it shows me saying that we won. And what I was referring to was that we won in terms of communities that were long left out of the electoral process, finally participated in 18 at outstanding numbers. But I'm... I'm not delusional, so just so that's clear. Well, let's see if you interpret the new interpretation anyway, the way she said it numerous times in the past, because she said it over and over again, that in fact, she won that race. Listen. To watch an elected official who claims to represent the people in this state baldly pin his hopes for election on the suppression of the people's democratic right to vote has been truly appalling. So let's be clear. This is not a speech of concession. We had this little election back in 2018. And despite the final tally and the inauguration and the situation we find ourselves in, I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I believe was a stolen election. And I'm not saying they stole it from me. They stole it from the voters of Georgia. We won, they stole it, and then she just told us, I have never denied that I lost the governor's race. Anyway, the free state of Florida, and Trish is on the line. Trish, how are you? Glad you called. I am wonderful, Sean. Uh, I am a first-time caller, and I'm honored to talk to you, and I could talk for hours. I'll definitely get to it. Um, thank you. Well, thank you for Senator calling. Ron, yeah, thank you. Uh, believe me, I'm honored. Uh, so, Senator Ron Paul, uh, I oh my goodness, thank you for standing up to Fauci and be a medical doctor that can read a clinical trial and doesn't want to jam a bunch more of lies and propaganda down our throats in a way to keep us all scared and dependent on government. Uh, I was raised in Detroit, Michigan, paid for my own education, have a master's degree. The proudest moment of my life is when I became, you know, uh, have the life I have with my husband and son paid for my own school. The biggest check of my life was for $58,000 to pay off my student loan and the pride and dignity from doing so. My dad was a teamster. He left in the early 40s to go to Michigan for a job. He was with the UAW. He was a truck driver. After being a Twin Pines dairy uh, milkman, uh, didn't get out of middle school, couldn't read and write, and had four girls. By the way, I wish we had the good old days of the milkmen. Remember remember growing up, we had milkmen? They, that was, they were the best. I did, and I heard, and I heard it was hard to carry ice cream. Uh, but, uh, it's, you know, and he was, and I was raised by a very Christian family. You know, I went on, as I was always told, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat. It's taking care of the little people, the Republicans for the rich. We're close to the cheese program. Thankfully, we don't need it. We work hard. But in case we need the government cheese, we never want to forget the people that are in need. Uh And I started listening to Rush Limbaugh and, you know, got my education, worked at Planned Parenthood's and was trained there and getting a nurse practitioner degree. Um, Wow. And yes. So and I still do believe in that. And I am pro-choice. I'm not actually that religious. I started interpreting facts 
and looking at how they address me, my family, my ideals as an American, like what the Second Amendment means. And it was about protecting yourself, but protecting yourself from your government. Uh, And then the hypocrisy. And my father, the day before he died, after also leaving Detroit and coming to Pensacola, where Ron DeSantis has, is an amazing leader with substance and facts, he voted for Donald Trump the first time he ever voted for a Republican uh, right before he died. And he was a stronghold UAW teamster. And prior the to world, that, the Trump- world has changed. And uh, I'll just refer you to what has really, really pissed me off this week. And that is the advisory, the advice uh, that the armed services are giving our brave men and women in the military uh, because of Biden's inflation that he says doesn't exist that they're now finding themselves in dire financial need and they're being advised to go on food stamps when all of our tax dollars are going to pay for colleges that include Harvard and Princeton and Yale and every other big university through this, you know, debt forgiveness program. Uh, And we can't and our military, the, the people that protect the ability of children to go to college to live in freedom uh, is protected by a military that has to go on food stamps. Is that how we're now prioritizing? If you want to know what party's looking out for the men and women of America, it doesn't sound like the Democrats, does it? You know, when they lecture us about our SUVs and about buying electric vehicles, et cetera, et cetera, and then they have a thousand uh, uh, airplane helicopter fleet that we pay for and they travel to give speeches on a climate alarmism like Kamala Harris is today. And for what her carbon oh. emissions are not are more important than than ours. And I'm just I'm just tired of the hypocrisy. But to not take care of our military and yet to spend all this money on people that are going to these schools when they willingly sign their name on on that piece of paper to pay back that loan. Like you, I paid back my student loan. I had a student loan. I had to pay pay it back. I paid it back. And I paid it back at a time in my life where I really didn't have that much money. Exactly. And, and Sean, even with student loans, I, I for real, I could take hours. And I now, I even hate being called a Republican. And I'm the friend that nobody wants at the party. Because it's labels. Everyone's labeling this, that, and whatever. I love all people. I was Just be yourself. Don't worry about what oh. other people think. I tell my kids this all the time. Yeah. Don't don't live your life worried about what other people think about you. Let me ask you, you said one other thing. I'm very curious about your answer. You said yes. you're not a very religious person. And I, yes. I make a distinction between religion and a belief in God. Do you believe in God? Well, absolutely. But I don't use that as my basis. They are pigeonholing people that have conservative values that were all these fanatically religious people. You know, and I am. Do I believe in spirituality? And we are a cultural melting pot of the country. I would like to debate with every friend I have who likes to call me out. Oh, you're this. And I'm like, I'm not any of that. Debate the policy and it, how it impacts you as a human being in your family. Don't feel that you have to. Have okay, a let me let me let me. You're you're so interesting. I'm going to keep you on for a few more minutes. I want to ask you okay. a series of questions. Okay. Yeah, and please do. And I and I apologize. Do you be, you, I do you, I'm sure believe in the cause of liberty and freedom. Is that correct? 
Absolutely. We are huge supporters. Okay. Of free and you support capitalism and our Absolutely. Constitution. Absolutely. Yes. Including our First and Second Amendment. Okay. Now, my next question would be, do you think we're better off with lower taxes and less government involvement in our life, or are we undertaxed? Uh, oh, my goodness. We have an example right now. Uh, let us corporate taxes so we don't send everything to Mexico and the unions go there. Like, keep jobs in America, less corporate taxes. I mean, Less bureaucracy. Making, okay. Yes, do you yes, think that we should be a nation of laws, and do we need to secure our borders so that we can i don't mind legal immigration that's how my grandparents got here but we can do background checks health checks in the middle of a pandemic means test people so they're not a financial burden on the american people is is that better than open borders than we have now absolutely and we mandate for the military but the borders are open and everyone in office currently has been promoted to a level of incompetence we're going to go to shorter answers only for the constraints of time now do you believe with all of America's energy resources, gas, hundreds of years worth of resources, coal and oil, that we should be energy independent and energy dominant? Absolutely. Do you believe that America needs to have law and order, that we need to refund the police and that we need to eliminate the insanity of no bail laws? Uh, absolutely. Do you yeah. believe that we have failed our children miserably, even though we spend more per capita per student than any other industrialized country with the worst results, that we should have school choice and kids ought not be taught a woke curriculum, but the simple things like reading, writing, math, science, history, and computers? Yeah, writing a resume. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, writing a resume. Good point. So, uh, and you believe in free and fair trade, and I'm sure you believe in in a military that can kick the ass of any uh, adversary we may have. Do you agree with that? Um, oh, my goodness, absolutely, and I won't say any more, but yes. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. More with uh, Trish, our caller from Florida on the other side. Then uh, at the top of the hour, we'll look at our the latest poll numbers with our pollsters and much more as we continue. up is next you do not want to miss it and stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the sean hannity show all right we continue trish in florida is with us she uh, called in we're having a long discussion about which party represents working americans let me just say putting aside your disdain for labels you're a conservative that yeah, is I conservatism do you believe people yeah. should legislate from the bench or just interpret the constitution as it's written and I will say, uh, no, oh, no, interpret the Constitution as written. That's what they were elected for. And we the see hypocrisy. Yes. Oh, I'm conservative. But those no, are the, just, the those are the defining issues of our time. And you are a rock solid conservative. Forget Republican. I'm not, I'm not even a registered Republican because they can be so weak. They disgust me. You know, do. many yes, of them. Many. And Mitch McConnell. Yes. If, if we would just. If if and that's why I'm I am supporting what I see in Kevin McCarthy's commitments to America. The first time in 28 years since the contract, I want these guys to sign their name and I want them to keep their promises. And if they don't keep it, throw them the hell out, all of them. Anybody that yes. won't fight to keep their promises, throw them out. Look, the family, the party now that rep, best represents those values that we discussed as the Republican Party. I'm a registered conservative. But if we implement those policies, the people that will benefit the most are working people. 
There's a direct correlation as to why pre-pandemic Donald Trump sent one, set one record after another for low unemployment for every demographic group in the country. And it's because he put those policies in place. I want those policies back to save the country. It sounds like yes. your father was a great man and a great inspiration. Um, uh, and please, yes, and you can see God everywhere. If you look out, you can look in the stars and the sky and the sun and the wind and the rain and the animal kingdom. And yeah, God is pretty much everywhere. So I agree with you on that. The doctrine part is, you know, something specific. I happen to be a, a, a Christian or desiring to be a better Christian. So, but I, I think you believe your belief in God sounds pretty solid to me. And it is, John, and I just want to leave you with that. I just hope that people, that thing about not having the label is because people have been so a hate for a man. And, you know, Trump, did I like he tweeted and did that? I'm like, oh, man, you are doing incredible things for all races in this cultural melting pot we love. But get off of Twitter. I was hoping he would. Because people, <laughs> they hate so a lot of people. I, and I'd be like, ask if. The policy, not the man. I want a good leader. I don't want someone that my feelings yeah. got hurt. Oh, my Listen, God. I got to run, but, you know, people like that he fought and got the money for the wall and fought to lower taxes and fought to get these good trade deals and fought to get NATO to pay their fair share, but they expected the fighting switch to go off at every other point, and that didn't happen. And that's the that's the lack of understanding of Trump in my mind. Anyway, appreciate the call. It's, uh, Trish, it's been a pleasure. Uh, glad you're out there. Thank you for listening. My best to your family. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening more than a movie is back with season two i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael to the legend behind la bamba lou diamond phillips when i walked in i didn't think i had a shot at richie because john stainless's picture was already up on the wall Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.